decade-old cold case. Thanks to cutting-edge DNA technology, the arrest happening exactly 39 years to the day. When Parabon Nano Labs used that sample to create 3D models of the suspected killer's face. It's heartbreaking. We miss her, and we're going to find her. We're going to keep looking until we do. It's like a never-ending nightmare. It doesn't end. It keeps returning and coming back. Oh, this is Diana. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, we'll just have some small talk while we're waiting for other people to join us, but it's weird that there's not a lot of pictures of her. Have you seen more pictures of her? Do you have more pictures of her? Um, I've gotten a couple photos that are just actual physical photos that were handed from Paul to another friend that I had seen. And then the only other ones I have are from the university in North Carolina where she worked. They're from um, like her retirement party and I think some other type of an award ceremony, but nothing really, no. Yeah, and I know you had a power outage tonight. I was going to ask you to send me some pictures and then that was happening. So I didn't want to put yeah, any more pressure on you. Too is I wish, I don't have enough control to say what gets done and doesn't, but I wish that photo could be replaced with something that just to me is like more representative. Who... Who goes for their driver's license picture and thinks this photo is going to be plastered all over the, the news? Yeah. This is, like, this is the photo they're going to use of me for everyone to see. So for that reason, I just wish there were more photos in circulation. <laughs> all right. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So tonight we're talking to Christy Renee. Uh, she's an independent researcher on this for Diana Ellie, 21 years old from Medford, Maine. She disappeared they believe around November 2nd, 2016, uh, 2016. She's five foot two, gray hair and green eyes. Uh, good afternoon, Christy. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> we already have a message on here, Jeff. Did you see that? Yes. Oh, I just clicked on it. Oh. <laughs> this is Holy cow, holy cow I, actually I actually made it to watch you. Go. Okay, I'll just leave this to you. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Uh, holy cow, I actually made it to watch you guys live for once. So thank you for being here, Cheyenne. Yeah, thank you. So, Christy, can you please introduce yourself and how you're connected to this case? So, um, my name is Christy. I live just a few towns over from where Diana went missing from in Medford. I'm in Bradford. And I am what I consider a distant relative. So, my fiance's grandfather was Diana's uncle. Okay. And would have. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know so, what that relationship is. Yeah, <laughs> not related really in any capacity. Um, I like to say I kind of took it upon myself because I had been living in the apartment at my mother-in-law's when Diana went missing um, and kind of watched this unfold from the town next door. And we're very like young and on the internet in comparison to some of the other family members. I very closely followed it and just never let it go. So as the story lost steam, I have just picked up steam. <laughs> um, so for kind of about Diana, um, she grew up in Medford Center, really small town. Um, she had an older brother, Paul, and a half sibling. And um, her mother, Doris, left the house to her when she passed. And the home had sat empty 
for a number of years. Um, Diana had worked for the University of North Carolina um, and until she retired, the home in Medford was empty. Um, upon full retirement, she moved from North Carolina back to Medford in, I believe, spring 2015. So about a year and a half before the disappearance, not too much time. Um, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to ask you that, like how long had she lived there? Because I knew that she was out of state for quite a time. So very familiar with the property, spent most of her lifetime there growing up, um, had spent her lifetime there. And her mom, of course, stayed there even after the kids were grown. So had been returning to the property for years um, and then inherited the property in passing and planned to retire there. She had always planned to leave North Carolina, come back to Medford and spend her thorough retirement there in her childhood home. Um, so when she moved home, the first thing she did really was ramp up on some renovations, um, spend some time working on like the roof, the foundation, windows, repairs that had been maybe neglected over the years. And was only there 16, 18 months before she disappeared under what has been classified as suspicious circumstances. Um, is there anything else I should be covering as far as like who she is? No, I think that's, that's good. Um, she had no children, correct? Right. So she was never married, um, had no children. As far as I have been kept up to date with, no serious past relationships to note of, to say, you know, a life partner per se. Um, was in as good health as she could have been, Was lived alone, was able to live alone. Um, no serious sickness as of her disappearance. She and was she been, still driving? She was still driving. Yeah, she actually was born with something congenital wrong with the eye. You can almost see it in the photo on the screen here from her driver's license photo. And so um, she had been having a little bit of an issue with her eye around the disappearance. So she may not have been driving at that time while she was having some some issues, I think, believe there. Um, I don't know the full extent of the medical issues happening, but I believe she still had her license and was driving apart from that. And the eye issue would be the biggest kind of reason that the suspicious circumstances come into play as far as believing she didn't drive and she likely didn't walk too far. Now the, uh, and, and what about her mental faculty? She was, she was still like completely present mentally right yeah so um was super present mentally she had neighbors that she visited with lots of people in the neighborhood you know that have sent in tips have spoken with us and word gets around town um she did a lot of walking loved to be outside was very on top of things you know able to move home at retirement age and wasn't pushed out of her job or anything and moves home and then undertakes a full renovation of her home so certainly capable and she was heavily set up well with her finances all things that indicate solid mind if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, terry stables has a couple questions did she have any medical problems that would affect her disappearance which i think we just discussed um, and then who was the last person to have contact with her on the day she went missing so we're not going to quite end that yet terry if you want to go ahead christy and kind of describe what was going on 
maybe the days leading up to the disappearance and, and the disappearance itself. So as far as you know, days leading up to the disappearance all appears normal. Um, typical things, checking the mail. We had just had Halloween weekend. And so um, typical Halloween festivities out and about town. We have reports from the bus driver who believes they saw her out and about that Monday morning, um, which would be the day or two that she was last seen. And there are reports from neighbors that can confirm seeing her on her property. And I am not aware of the, ex the d extent to which that goes as far as who was the last to make physical, personal contact with her. Um, I believe that might be known by authorities, but I don't have that information. I do know specific people have been questioned, um, people that have come forward as being, have seen her that day. So how did they find out she was missing? So actually, um, you know, small town vibes. She had um, a very steady routine. So when I say the bus driver sees her that morning, um, neighbors recall seeing her in the yard, a very steady older person's routine of when you get your paper, when you get your coffee, when you do your yard work. And um, another neighbor, a few houses down, had noticed a light on real late at night. And I believe it kind of sparked his curiosity driving by. Like, hey, I don't usually see that on at night. And then the following day, you know, you don't see her out and about. And I believe it was the light that triggered that same neighbor to stop by the following day when noticing that light is still on. Um, at which point he was able to notice that the door is unlocked and no signs of her. Um, at that point, relatives are called, authorities are called. Um, Do you know if he entered the home? I do not know that he entered the home. So they've, they've never stayed that publicly then, the state police? No. Um, no. I know that eyes were laid on the residence and it was reported that there were no signs of anything serious happening right there um, that made them instantly call authorities. So relatives were called first, I believe. And from there, it was authorities that were notified that something seems astray here. Um, cars were home at the time, vehicles were there, um, house keys, your purse, your cell phone, anything that you might take in your pockets or with you on your person when you're leaving the house was all there at home. Um, who was the first person to enter the home? Was it her brother? I believe it was the brother with the authorities. Yes. Oh, so they were there when he entered and they found the pocketbook. I believe I saw that she had a cell phone or something maybe as well that was left there. Uh, and then, of course, we're also talking about a small town like I'm in. So we do not have our own police force. We would be covered by our sheriff's department or like on a rotating type shift, I believe, that goes between the sheriff's and the state police, depending on coverage. Um, so I do believe it was a little bit of a lapse as well in the exact timing of getting someone out there when there is no evidence of a crime happening right this second. So there was time for people to enter the home, relatives, neighbors, anyone, to look around and say, oh, I wonder what's going on. 
But, uh, the, the state police or, or sheriff's department, they mentioned, or do you know if they dusted for fingerprints or if they did anything like that? Did they any evidence of a crime? I do not know the extent of what they have in their evidence locker. And um, without going too far into how far I've gone with this case, we've discussed this before. I've made plenty of phone calls. Um, they love to hear from me. And Oops. I'm going to believe what I've been told. And that is that anything that could be processed as evidence that could be helpful to build any type of case that something may have happened it was taken and it was photographed everything was processed as if suspicious circumstances took place here and is, now is that how it's classified suspicious appearance yeah so she actually i know we've talked about other cases here on your page that aren't on that main missing persons website because they don't necessarily qualify to be placed there and diana is one that is still on that active main missing persons page um, as because it is considered suspicious circumstances in her disappearance. Now with uh, did, did she have regular visitors or people that would come over and, and, and hang out with her, including um, family, I guess, like how, how, how close was she with, with family as well? Yeah. Uh, I can't <coughs> say for sure. I can say after the fact, many people say, you know, they visited, they talked to her, they checked in. But I also am aware that when something this big happens and everyone is looking at you and asking how involved in, with, in your relative's life were you, a lot of people may say they were more involved than they might have been. Right. And right. so, um, I mean, at this rate, it was a couple days before anyone even knew she was missing. And that leads me to believe that there was some type of distance between daily contact with a specific person that would have said, this isn't right. Why have she not answered the phone today? Not right. tomorrow, not the next day, not the next day. So I know a lot of people have said they were close to their, kept in touch, talked on the phone. Um, neighbors have said that they would play cards, dominoes, drink a cup of coffee, things like that. Um, but I can't say for sure with confidence that there was anybody that talked to her daily. We've, we've got another question here, or maybe it's more like comment, but Kimberly Zanotti, thank you for joining us, Kimberly. She says, I wonder if someone came to her house to do work and she was taken by that person. Did they look into the people that was there? Oh, sorry, Jeff, I just <laughs> went to close it. All right, you, you do those comments. Uh, did they look into the people that came and did the work on her house that you know of? If they oh, didn't, you do know. <laughs> if they didn't, they definitely got multiple calls from me um, indicating all the tips that I've been given about anyone that worked at her house. If that may, if that clarifies anything, um, I have received <clears throat> tips and stories that were reported to me as being reported already in the past. And I definitely followed up on all of those things. Um, reports of somebody who might have been coming to do things like lawn care, tree care, shrubbery, um, that type of work, as well as people who were doing more um, handyman style work, somebody in town who might be able to fix the doorknob, 
a leak in window here and there odd jobs like um anybody that we've heard of that we know for sure has been there i have mentioned just to make sure it stays in investigators minds um but no one and nothing solid as of yet honestly with this we're really i'm just hoping that it makes people kind of remember that if they had tips or they have tips that they have not brought forward or they have to follow up on them to report again to make sure that if there's something that you said or you saw or you know about that you were afraid to report back then try and report Absolutely. it now something small um you know i talked to the bus driver and she said she had reported what she saw that morning and i mentioned you know seeing diana by the mailbox on her regular routine and that same bus driver of course saw other things in town so when you're driving routes back and forth twice a day in a small town you would remember vehicles you saw parked on sides of roads out of the norm or people at the park near diana's house or things you wouldn't normally see um and all of that type of stuff we followed up heavily on just to be sure that everyone heard about it everyone knows about it and that nothing that was kind of small could slip terry staples had a question if you can show that one <clears throat> yep said the uh, yeah. question i was wondering if she only opened her door to people she knew i wonder that too sorry jeff there you go uh, um so i i was wondering so nothing leading up to that that anyone reported at least seems suspicious, right? It was just well, that, you know, it just happened to be that there was the light. Now, since she went missing, has there anything that has happened that people have reported before or after? That, that, that so there was, there was an incident. I'm going to just come out and say it um, from my point of view, from whatever that word is that we're supposed to be using here, in my opinion. Yes. <laughs> uh, I have heard that before the disappearance happened, there was some com conflict um, with a neighbor, not a direct neighbor, somebody who lives a little bit further down the street. So if you live in Bedford and you're listening to this, um, not poking directly at your, her neighbors, um, but somebody who lives nearby that she had been having ongoing conflict with. Um, the story is like the telephone game. And I've heard it from a few different generations of people to say that it had to do with a dog and a dog that maybe was free roaming in the neighborhood and that there were differences in opinion about this and there could have been more to it. A good friend of Diana's says that this same gentleman had a wife who passed and he may have had a love interest in Diana that she turned down, that, sh that she had shut him down and that turned him sour started get, kind of getting his wheels turning to just pick at her since she moved home. There are other people who, who haven't mentioned any type of love interest and just say there was a bone to pick there. Um, something to do with the dog. And the story goes that this gentleman and her had some scary interactions in front of her house and in her driveway specifically. Um, the most recent tip that I got, because I do kind of keep these tips categorized in case things link up, was discussing how the neighbor had reported it to this person as being 
scary and a physical like altercation in the driveway of her home where the neighbor saw her outside and felt you know this is the time to talk to her about it and he peeled into her driveway rather fast and used the car kind of aggressively to almost intimidate her like he was going to hit her with his car and wow. it was a verbal dispute enough that when <laughs> disappeared all these older folks in town have talked about this. I've heard the story a few different ways. The car, the dog, ongoing. Was it ongoing or was it just one time? You know, it, it's the telephone game there without having anybody firsthand. I believe the gentleman now has passed away that's, that's involved in that. And, um, of course, Diana's not here. And you would only have these secondhand stories of it to say how... How far did that dispute go? Right. But when it happened, multiple people have said they were very concerned that he could have been involved. That so did that, so did that story come from, oh, sorry. Did, did that story come from Diana or was that another neighbor that had witnessed that? Well, um, the first time I heard that story, it was told to me not by Diana, but somebody who had heard it directly from Diana. Okay. Okay. I uh, I mean, this upset her life enough that she was calling friends out of state, and when they are asking how are you doing and getting updates about her life, she is including this in it and explaining I have had some trouble, and I've got an issue with this guy, and he is bothering me. And of course, she's a single woman, and without being able to get something really solid going, I don't, of course don't know the investigative side. But without being able to get something really to pinpoint it, I just call it, as I've seen it, a neighborly dispute over a dog. Um, hey, Jeff. Um, Jeff, could you pull up Google Earth? Just because, I mean, yeah. most of the viewers in Maine probably don't even know where Medford, let alone you know, other viewers yeah. around the country. Uh, so it's a very remote area. When you say neighbor, that could be someone a mile, yeah. two miles away. So yeah, she's in a really remote area. Her property is really dense woods. I think there are a lot of people who kind of look at where she is as very rural, but others who wouldn't, you know. Um, but definitely, wow. there's no local convenience store. There's no Walmart, Target, Walgreens. There's no restaurant or bar. There, yeah, that it, is how small of the town that is. And you can see it just on this, like... How spaced out, this is actually pretty close to the, the same sort of area that I live in, uh, population-wise. But yeah. you see how spaced out everything is here. And, you know, you don't see any really large structures. Uh, might be some, what is this? Uh, a manufacturing location place. It's a ruler up top that you can set to miles. And you can see how far a mile is there. And it's, I oh, mean, where it's is uh, it? right at the top. It looks like a green ruler here yeah and then you select miles and then you have a starting point say like her house and then we go because one of the theories is that she had gone for a walk behind her house which as you can see is yeah a bunch of little trails and stuff oh. i do have a couple questions while you're pulling that up jeff real quick um did she ever make a police report about concerning these issues and that's from terry staples i don't know and i know that we have discussed travis me having questions about what more i can do Freedom of Information Act requests on police records and calls to that address has been on my mind. I haven't looked, I haven't applied to try and get them to find out. And of course, at this point, I'm not sure that we could get it. Um, 
because they're going to say now that's a suspicious missing person case and that's your yeah. investigation or yep um the stories anything that's been directly said to me has never mentioned the cops showing up out there but again you're talking about an area that by the time you called somebody and they came out there it's it i don't know how often you would unless something really serious happened now it's a great question for me to kind of follow up with some of those people that are neighbors nearby that mentioned this to see did they ever see cops called out there and tammy i'm saying that right uh she says i wonder if anyone checked his property or if he was questioned about where he was that night especially if dispute over dog how far away are they so what's the distance between him and her is it a mile or two miles was, was okay, this the you're looking the at with the dog house on the bottom here and it would be to the left down patty hill road over here and, oh patty hill road yep it should say so patty hill this this next house here no and it would have been um just further down than you can see there's a without getting too far in it would be in that general vicinity about a mile or so not probably a mile but in that general vicinity of where you're pointing your cursor right now okay. so maybe over here <laughs> so pointing out so where the, the people live so that oh diana didn't yeah. have any any animals right um uh, so we're no, talking about the neighbor's dog was taking a trot down the road to her house right uh and i believe a lot in kind of the coincidence, I, I don't want to call it coincidences, but the things that happen here. But we believe, my mother-in-law and I, that we met that dog. That we went out searching one day, we were just about there in that road, and we came across this dog, and we thought it was somebody's lost dog. We're naive, okay? <laughs> we I was like, that is somebody's hunting dog, and it is clearly lost. And we start, we stop the car and we're talking to it. We're in the middle of the woods. Like there ain't nothing around. And you see this dog on the side of the road toot tooting along. You're going to say, where'd that dog come from? So we slowed the car down and we stopped and we watched it for a minute until we realized people had come out of the house way up the street, probably hearing us call to their dog. Come on, come on, buddy, trying to steal their dog. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they said, no, he's fine. But it was a distance between us to the point where I was like, I cannot imagine that that dog is just free roaming out here. But but I think right. in that area, that's as close. I think, I think it's within the realm of reason that somebody right in that vicinity may have had a dog that was just running amok. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tammy Faye Riva also asked, was there search? I believe the game service came up there, right? And they ran, so didn't they run some dogs as well? Yeah. So this is, that's kind of where this gets interesting. And I think it's where my interest in this entire case started. So you are at home on a random Tuesday, Wednesday night, and you find out an older woman's gone missing in the town next door. And you've got hundreds of people. Game warden, state police, sheriff's department, the search and rescue, the DME crew of search and rescue, um, every resource in the state. You got helicopters, people on horses, the, the dogs, everything. I mean, they threw resources at this that I have not seen thrown at a case in years. We've had so many cases come along over the last five years that 
seem like you'd even have more to go on. Like you might be able to find this person. They threw everything they had at going out to Medford, Maine and finding Diana. And this lasted for days. The entire town hall is taken over with people planning radios, crews, cars, cruisers, equipment, anything you can think of. And it did not just extend on her property out in behind her house. This extended all over town. There were people on horseback on private property. There were people with private property offering up their land to search. You've got a lot of people out there who could have large portions of land. You and you have 90 acres. How often do you walk your entire 90 acres? I mean, I have so just just under that. Yeah, and you can you can look at just this from from like her house down to like even this road like this is almost two miles yeah and sure there, there's like trails and stuff through here but this even just behind her house is so much area it's uh like, yeah it's it's just absolutely massive I mean, you can see the trails and stuff uh yeah. <clears throat> through through some of that but there, there there's a lot of it that there aren't trails like there's, you know, you could, someone could get lost out here pretty easily. Yeah. And so. Or go missing, I should say. It, it, before, it, before you say anything else, Christy, I, I want to point out. So Kimberly Zanotti, she actually had made this point earlier and I meant to say it and somehow I skipped it, but she'd asked, did she vote in the election that year? Has that been checked? That's public information, right? And then she asked again, I was wondering about whether she voted or not to see if she was alive. Is that something you've looked into or the state police have looked into? I, mean, I have not looked into it. I don't even know how I would find that information. I'm going to make, I'm going to go right out on a limb, say she probably did not vote. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a good chance uh, she didn't vote. Yeah. But, and I almost would, still... think, I would think in this kind of a heavy case that they would have some sort of systems in place for missing persons and databases, you know, Correct. checking on numbers. But I don't know. And I, I was, wouldn't doubt it that they don't. Um, yeah, I mean, every, every the, the whole thing is, I mean. So really. She the, was home and then she was gone. I think if, if yeah. she went in to like register to vote or of, use her name to vote, that would have pinged something. Those, those two days of major searching happening. I mean, you're talking not even just Medford, but the towns around it are hearing about this. You've never seen police force in these outskirt towns for something so so fast and so it was just beyond what I've ever seen. Um, and so, you know, we don't hear sirens out here very often. And when you've got like a hundred cruisers in a few hours heading to one place or what is happening. And so it, it started to get more interesting as days went on when they're kind of discussing, no, she still hasn't been found. And you start trying to, to think in your head, a woman of her age, if she walked, and they're trying to say at this point they were saying um, that she enjoyed walking, could have been walking, and to be on the lookout, you know, within that vicinity of her home. Their initial news to everyone was that she could have been walking. Although the family, anyone I've spoken to has said she wasn't, they just thoroughly believe she was not. The initial search and rescue teams and all the news that went out was that she could have been walking. So that starts bringing you to... How far off the main road or the beaten path would a woman that age have been walking alone to have not right. been found by horses, dogs, and 200 plus search people? 
I mean, even if you'd walked for a day straight at that rate, how would you, how far off the main road would she have had to have been walking? So that's kind of where my interest started to come from was being like, this just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, and she absolutely would have, would have had to have been off the main road because yeah. like th- this, like in rural areas like this, I like, if you see someone walking, you're going to remember that. Like, cause Almost yeah. all of it's right. in the middle of nowhere, right? Anyone yeah. driving by is going to be like, oh, yeah, that was weird. I just saw an older yeah. lady out there walking. Sidewalks out here. So anywhere you would see someone walking, you're going to purposely go out of your way by going around them. You're, right. you, you would notice it. Um, mm-hmm. No one has come forward as reporting, at least that I have to- been told, no one's actually reported seeing her walking that day. Um, it was just the assumption on the condition of the home, the time of day, and that she wasn't home, and the car is there. Um, so, Cheyenne Judkins asked, were any dogs able to track her from her home? No. So not even, yeah. like, into the driveway or out to the road, where I know that's one of the theories that you've looked at, is that was she mm-hmm. hit by a vehicle going to her mailbox or something? The answer that I was given was a straight out no, which gave me more questions. Yeah, that would almost seem like she would have been picked up by someone. Um, Which would also seem like if dogs had tracked her leaving the home, they would have trapped her somewhere because how far did a woman of her age go? Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so no, I think were, were there... where the interest comes from. How far could she have gone? So you're going to play into any tip you've gotten. Um, you know, consider that anything is possible. And at the end of it, I like to consider anything's possible. And I go with the suspicious um, circumstances. But the truth of it is, she could have been on her property. And the longer that goes on, I... I've even gone back, the last podcast we did a couple of years ago when we talked about this, I had not been there. I had not gone and personally walked her property and searched it myself and, and checked it out. I had been at the house and seen the house, but not this extensive walking on the property. Um, and until I did that, I had no idea why it would make so much sense that she could be out there. When we decided last fall, um, yeah, I was pregnant. So it was last fall. Um, when we decided last year to actually go out with the side-by-side, there is a a clearing in her backyard that looks just, you know, like you'd see an overgrown opening in the grass to a trail. And once you're kind of through that small opening of grass, you are in the most well-groomed, manicured-looking, well, they would have been skitter trails like real heavy wood cutting that was done a long time ago. Um, But because of the way it was cut, it's left her with this nice long two mile dirt trail in her backyard that takes you way into the woods. And you've kind of got a main trail that goes way out with shorter trails that go off of it. And um, the second we saw it, we all three of us, three of us that were there, we all instantly were like, I would be walking here every day. I would so, walk this day. It was beautiful. And it was exactly kind of what you'd think when you go to like city forest and it's just a nice stroll. 
And we were like, what? This is in her backyard? No wonder they thought she might have been walking. Um, yeah. Of course, they've done all these searches out there. And it's kind of made me question, could she have gone off that beaten path or just gone further than they looked? Um, and since the investigation's ongoing, you can't get any confirmation from anybody as to exactly what the search perimeter was, where it ended, how far it went. Um, I got another question here for you too. Um, Jerry Elderkin, she says, it rained really hard for those two days also. Yes. Uh, do you remember if it did rain hard? It did. Um, um, it so was... that could have caused the, the dogs to have issues or I don't know if Jerry is a fan of uh, the David Politis series missing 911 or uh, 411 oh my gosh missing 411 um and that's something that he talks about like people go missing it's always like really bad weather when they go missing and it's just weird circumstances so i'm not not sure yeah, if that, which, we talked about the weather a little bit the weather makes you think two things okay if it wasn't suspicious circumstances and not foul play if it was an accident a plain as day accident that she occurred had by herself with the weather being bad, it makes it a little more likely in the beginning of November when it's cold and raining that you would be outside and walking for some two, three mile walk. Like it's a beautiful right. day. Makes Less it likely, right? Thing. So then you get into, you don't know even which day exactly she disappeared. So there's the day the light was on that she was reported missing. There's the day before when someone saw the light on. Do we know that she was even alive that day? Or that was just the first day someone saw the light. Right, she could right. already, you know, so it's very hard. I know that we've had, I've dug a lot well, of this about the newspaper and the dates. The November let's think about this. So in November, I'm not sure that year, what time the time change was, but did she turn the light on that morning or was she home late enough? So it got dark. So she turned the light on and then disappeared after dark. Right. Uh, did she disappear during the overnight? Was, was, was the light an outdoor light or was it a light for like indoors? I believe indoor. it was one of the, like the indoor light over like the kitchen sink or something like that. Okay. So not yeah, she wouldn't. They were like, wonder why well, Diane was up so late. Because the, the way it was replayed to me it, was that the neighbor was like curious, like she's not usually up in the kitchen at, you know, right. 1130 at night. Like that. I was going to say. I was going to say she doesn't need the light on during the day, but if it's raining, maybe it was dark enough that she needed the light on. So I guess that kind of throws that theory out the window that she would have well, had to disappear. Like this time of year, if you got up at 5 a.m. or something, it's going to be dark. Right. Mm -hmm. so right. If she's yeah. up early, you know, it definitely to, is. Yeah, watch the news and drink your coffee 5 15 or something. You could have turned the light on that day. But like you're saying, was the light turned on the night before and sun sets at 4 p.m.? So she could have disappeared even before dinner time. Kimberly Zanotti says, or she's asking, oh, sorry. Yeah. Kimberly Zanotti was asking, was her car at home or did she not drive? And we kind of discussed that a little bit about she was still driving as far as you knew, right? Yeah, she um, was still driving um, and she had two vehicles. Um, both were home at the time, both in running condition and... Um, keys and all of that were home. Uh, the door, the door kind of plays a part too, where it gets interesting with the, could she have gone for a walk versus did something happen? Um, 
everybody seems to report that if she did her daily walks, instincts and everything routine, the door gets locked and your pocketbook is with you. So your pocketbook with your cell phone is with you with right. your kids in it and you're walking. And if it's not your full pocketbook, it's still your personal things like your cell phone and your keys in your little windbreaker pocket. And that there was a routine that the door would be locked. Um, you didn't want somebody stopping by while you were out on your walk and walking in your house. Um, right. So the door being unlocked and the lights being on and stuff is, I think, the big reason it seems suspicious instantly to the neighbors and stuff. Enough to start contacting relatives who live out of town and say, the door's unlocked and her stuff is here. And of course, I've not heard, we talked about this, did the neighbor that reported her missing, did that person enter the home? I'm going to go out on a limb and assume yes, but that's just my my assumption. And that's only based on the fact that they knew to call someone, that she wasn't fallen inside and needed an ambulance and that her stuff was home and she wasn't, which would make me think their instinct, if you were a close enough neighbor to check on her, they probably did look through the home to make sure she yeah. hadn't fallen in the shower or something. I, I would have personally, That that's just me. But like, if, if I was concerned about someone enough to go to their house, give if it a knock, maybe try the doorknob and like, house. okay, we should probably look. Yeah, if you're close enough with your neighbor to know their routines, feel comfortable checking on them if you think it could be an emergency, it's pretty likely that when they realize the light was on and the door is open, you're gonna yell for her and and you're going to walk into the home and at least be sure that you're not, you know, hearing the shower running and they've slipped and fallen or something before you go just calling people willy nilly. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. So, because you never know where you're calling to. Right. Like, yeah. Let's um go through. We got a quite a few messages on here. Uh, Jerry Elderkin. She says she's her cousin. So thank you, Jerry, for watching. I think if she's watching this, um, yeah, what what do you think, Jerry? What do you think happened? What do you think happened? Um it's it's a it's a really hard situation to say could she have just been lost because at the as the time goes on, this is also an area that's heavily hunted. You are in hunting season, and I think this is the big reason to keep bringing this up. So when I've done those phone calls to state police and I have questions about who's keeping this going, they kind of push it aside. And I've been asking for public updates for a couple years now. I want to know why on the anniversary of Diana's missing, the news stations and the main state police pages have not been updated. They don't do that every year in the end of October or beginning of November. And when I ask about it, I was literally told they post on the anniversary and I had to keep insinuating to the person at the state level. They don't. You know, that's a good point too with hunting season, you know, who say she wasn't outside and got shot yeah. and then someone, oh, which is where screwed I, up. this time of year right now, you're talking the anniversary, November 1st opening of hunting seasons happened already and now we're at the end of november with deer season and not once have we seen updates locally to the area residents of medford saying that diana is still missing and if mm -hmm. you are out in the woods these weekends to like be looking for anything to keep your eyes open for anything that seems out of place because there is still a woman missing in the woods of medford or is that not what's happened right 
Michael Pinteris. In the woods of Medford and and I have to kind of lean into where I've asked those questions with the state and asked him and, and poked at him. And I say, I'm going to trust what he's saying that they are doing everything they need to do. They know everything that they need to know and anything that's been tipped that's serious has been taken seriously and maybe consider that the reason we're not pushing for more searches in the woods behind Diana's house is because maybe they know she is not there. Good point. And there are other cases in the state that suspicious circumstances or foul play have come in and an arrest or something hasn't been made for a long time. And those cases were similar in that they didn't continue doing searches. Mm -hmm. And Michael, Michael Contreras, I think he's from maybe UK because in the UK officers use vehicle trackers if the car is more modern than CCTV. I think it's a lot more difficult in the US because your country is more sparsely populated and CCTV doesn't cover all the roads. At least up uh, where she disappeared from, there's probably not a lot of cameras. We had kind of asked them a little bit about trail cameras, um, hoping that anybody in that area that had trail cameras that might have seen something suspicious, that they had been checking and looking for those things. But again, you're not getting any type of public updates to, to call for people to be doing that. Um, right. And I guess that's the big reason I've been started to taking tips from from people who had already sent tips in. Um, that's the first time I really actually kind of started being able to find places to go search in the Medford area was based on what people were telling me. And in their eyes, they're only telling me because they're like, hey, I told the cops this six years ago and it didn't seem like they took it very seriously. So her, her driveway is completely grown up now, huh? Mm -hmm. Google Earth image. Yes. Cheyenne Judkins asked, was the light still on when she deemed was deemed missing? Was anything yeah. missing? Signs were breaking. So yes, the light was on. There was yes, nothing the that was on we know of was missing. There's no sign of a break-in. Nothing missing and no signs of a break-in. Um, and Kimberly says uh, it gets dark in November around 445. We just want to try and get through a couple of these. Um I could explain uh, why there was a light on. Just thought, no, abs absolutely. absolutely. If she, especially if she was an early riser. Um, was there dishes that may have been used to cook a meal? Good question. That I don't know. The only thing that's been mentioned to me was the coffee. And it's gone both ways as far as the coffee was made or the coffee was ready to be made but hadn't been made yet. And you know, again, that's how the telephone game works when you are hearing hearsay um, mm -hmm. from multiple different people as to what they've been told. Um, there is a consensus that there was coffee. <laughs> I don't know what, what state like the in, coffee was in. Um, pictures in the pot or in a cup or... Um, there are pictures and videos of the house when she first went missing. I won't show them here. Um, I don't have copies of them, but I have seen them and shown them by someone who was at the house the first day that all that search and rescue happened. There were news camp crews. That's another thing that is a little disturbing. There were hundreds of people on the property when these the searches happened, and I can't say for sure how secure the house was. Um, neighbor that saw the light on. 
1130 to live close or far down the road. Why were they out uh, in the late Medford to see the light if they live far, guessing from her? Yeah, and that's something um, you see too is like people interject themselves if they are a killer or a murderer yeah, or whatever. I like, can't say for sure that it was 1130 p.m. I just know that it was late at night and it was, I believe it, the way it was told to me was it was late enough they didn't stop by that night. Um, could be a possibility that they work nights or something like that, you know, would, would keep you out late. And do they live close or far down the road? They live within a mile, um, probably a quarter mile or a half mile down the street from her. So, and of course, you're in an area where a quarter mile might be your closest neighbor. <laughs> so, Terry Staples, excellent idea. Um, with the Alex Jackson case, I know people had contacted Shannon Moss just to get a public statement from the state police about the case. Yeah. And she actually shared some pretty interesting stuff with them, um, which has like screenshots of or whatever. So, that's a good idea, too. Why don't you contact yeah. Shannon? She's a representative from the state police. Uh, and see just, maybe and maybe a like spokesperson, right? How old was the lady in question? Seventy-one. Well, yeah, seventy-one, and I think we determined she'd be like seventy-seven now. She had a birthday at the end of October, so she would be, I believe, seventy-seven or seventy-eight now. And we 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 did go over. Uh, he also asked. Um, <clears throat> if she's of a certain age, could a potential megalus would be called into question. And, and she was pretty sound minded body, um, minus a, a slight issue with, with one of her eyes. Um, but other than that, she seemed to be in, in very good, uh, state. Mm -hmm. Um, so was there, has there been any other sort of potential motivation for, uh, other than the the issue with her neighbor, any anything else that that could have uh, someone might have uh, wanted to see uh, her gone or heard her? that would have been in anyone that could have potentially known her financial situation could have had a motive to to. Um, it would be questionable the extent you'd have to have to be related. You know, um, a relative's motive would be an inheritance and a stranger or an employee's motive would be something a little different because how would how would you gain financially out of injuring or hurting her um, if you weren't set to inherit anything? So then you're talking some sort of a force of hand for cash funds or um, an accident. Where right, maybe right. somebody wanted money and it didn't go as planned, and you know that that I'm saying that based on tips. There's been some discussions about you know a few different people who could be a little bit out there that um, might have some stuff hidden in their closet and may have had a reason to need money and would have known that Diana had money. I mean, especially based on moving home from out of state and then starting a renovation on your house, um, mm -hmm. you're going to give the wrong idea to certain people that you have the cash assets to pay for certain things. Right. And, 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 and yeah, you, I think I would assume that as well. I, I would assume that as well. Someone moving into the, back into the area after, uh, and she, she had the same job for most of her life, right? The, yeah, so she worked at a university in North Carolina, like doing office. I believe it's called the Registrar. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, she had been there for a very long time, had done some investments and things like that, and really set herself up financially for a really comfortable retirement. And right. uh, also had her property. She owned her property in North Carolina. So returning home to retire, you're going to have that place to sell as well. Um, yeah. The house here in Maine had been inherited by her. So she didn't have a whole lot invested in it. So it's all equity from there if you're starting to do all these repairs. And you're in a small town where a lot of these people that do like roofing or foundation work, windows, odd jobs are going to be small town neighbors and people who know other people. Um, and there is a good chance that one of those people maybe learned she had some money. Um, right. And there is always the chance that, yeah, something happened that was an accident. Um, most of the tips that we've gotten involve an accident. And from the sounds of what I've been told, it just, it seems as though an accident occurred and people know about it. And they might even be hesitant to bring tips forward because they don't want to be involved. What kind of accident are you talking about? Um, so there, there are some tips that indicate that a accident happened with a vehicle. Um, we discussed this because I have been on the podcast before. So for anyone who's watching that doesn't know, I was on the podcast a couple years ago. At that point, I had just heard these tips um, firsthand from someone about a car accident in the rain um, at her mailbox. And at that point, we hadn't gotten too much of time to really dig into the people involved, the places involved, the vehicle involved, and the whole story. Um, since then, I have done a lot more digging into it, verified certain things, followed up on certain places that needed to be checked. And um, that instance, that tip, if it were true, that person would have also known she had money and might have been motivated a little bit by it. And so sort of a, a hostage or ransom sort of situation or try to just, did they maybe assume that there was money in the house and maybe not tied up in, in, in a bank or? I believe that they thought that there was money on her person or in her house and that it would be very easy to get it. Yeah. And I don't think that they were prepared for the amount of just spunk that Diana had in her. And she was absolutely not going to do nothing without a fight. They could have asked for $5. And if they were willing to steal it from her or hurt her to get it, she would never, I don't think she would have handed it over. Um, do you know, I assume everything was, was tied up, uh, by a paper for I financial wise. I don't know if there was cash or not in the house. Right, right. I mean, if but, she if she has investments no, in two properties, I would assume that most of her stuff is is either in her bank yeah. or. And in, she's probably like most of us. If somebody came and broke in and they wanted your cash, you'd need an ATM. You'd right, yeah, exactly. To the bank. What about her pocketbook? I know it was left at the scene. Was there any cash left in that that we know of? I don't know. Um, I've been told that nothing was taken. And then Kimberly asked, so her bank cards and checks haven't been used since her since her Nothing. disappearance, correct? Nothing used since her disappearance. I'd like to say, you know, we're saying I've been told Question, nothing. Michael. Is taken. 
I have no way of knowing how much cash my grandmother keeps in her pocketbook. Michael says, if she was single, maybe check to see if she was doing any online dating. Maybe uh, could be someone on that. That's We've an excellent idea, this. Michael. I've been heavily interested in the online dating theory. Could, well, just also because of the way um, other people thought that gentleman with the dog might have had a love interest in her. It kind of made me wonder with the um, single woman, no kids, never married, and no mentions of a long-term like life partner could she have been on any of those online dating sites and could she have met someone online it's if if it wasn't an accident with the vehicle it is like someone i believe had asked and we didn't answer would she have answered the door for a stranger yeah. And I'm going to assume yes. I'm going to assume that if someone came to the door and knocked, your first reaction is going to be it's a neighbor, a salesman, a, a door-to-door something. And yeah. I mean, I even live in a rural area and I would still not assume the worst and would likely answer unless it was late at night or something. Um, right. so I'm gonna yeah, I don't like people showing up at my door, but I'll answer it for them. Yep. I'm going to assume she would answer. <laughs> Especially, you know, she's an independent woman who's been single her whole life. Who is she going to call? Right. If you don't answer the door, like you're, you're going to say, no, sir, I'm not. I would like to not come to the door tonight. And then what? Because you're not calling your husband. You're not calling your parents or your kids or your siblings. and saying well, you, Even the police, the police to get out to your place, like. You know, out there, you have to get the sheriff's department to get someone out to you, or maybe so state Michael, police if there's anyone nearby. Michael has another good question here, but before we do that, do you know if she had any weapons in the house? Did she own a gun? I don't know. I don't know. She didn't know, or you don't know? Okay. I don't know. I could ask. Um, these are actually, there's a lot of good questions happening here as far as um, did the cops get called and the, all this type of stuff that I haven't even thought to ask. Um, if things were so you're gonna have to go back through here and write all these notes down, you know, right, right. Um, yeah, if things were tied up in finances or age, check to see her will and if there are any changes suddenly before her uh, disappearance. So, actually, Please. I could see that because she had a probate case, um, and her will is the same will that had been written quite a long time prior and no changes, but. She's a single woman, never married, with no kids, and really only had a select few people, a brother and a half-brother, to even leave anything to. You don't have close nieces or nephews or anything like that. Um, no grandkids at her age when you have no kids and no grandkids. So not a lot to be had from the will, which goes both ways there's motive there in in finances and inheritance and all of that but you were going to get it anyway so it would almost yeah. not even make any sense for anyone in the family to be involved at that rate um, and an kimberly says right an online guy could have come by to the house to pick her up for a date and, and i wanted to, to mention something about that too with and and i i assume that she's a, a 
pretty intelligent lady with the career that she she had working that many years but people do still fall prey to to, to scamming yeah. stuff and um, that that's a real possibility that i wonder too maybe she did let the wrong person know uh online or something that that she had this sort of thing and uh, and the reasons that absolutely. that for me it would make sense for a couple reasons you know it was her birthday weekend what a perfect night for someone to want to take you out on a date. The Jeez, I totally missed that. I didn't day. realize that. Yeah, I didn't. You know? Yeah. When so was the I last? She was 28th. I believe her birthday was October like 28th. So she would have just been celebrating a birthday and just turned 71. So yeah, so Friday the 28th and then Saturday's 29th, Sunday's the 30th. When is the last confirmed sighting that we know for a fact that she was all right? I believe it's that Monday, or is it Tuesday the 1st, that they're using as the reported as missing since that date, is the day that the neighbor reports driving by and seeing her. And I believe he only reported that the specific neighbor I know that was questioned, um, he had only driven by and seen her, hadn't even stopped or talked to her or anything, um, and had just... That was it. As simple as that to report. Um, yeah, I saw her outside. <laughs> and that's the Sorry. only person I know that's confirmed as seeing her that specific day. Um, but the date. if it happened, the, the date theory would come into play if it's like a Friday, Saturday night. I would think it'd be more likely that she'd gone on a date. But well, I'm not I guess... thinking it was Halloween. I don't know why. To me, it just seems. Why November 1st? And was the light on because it was Halloween night and people at that age are still like hopeful in their head, no matter how far out I live, I might get a trick-or-treater tonight. Right, right, right. So the light the opportunity is on. to run around with a mask on too. <clears throat> well, I mean, there's also like the, you know, the light on and the coffee if she was entertaining someone, uh, you know, maybe and they're the there after, after the sun had gone down. Nothing was taken. But would you notice an outfit she never wears being missing? When you say, well, she always wore those same sneakers and her the same jacket and it was right there at right. the door. But if she was dressed up and going out, would you notice that that outfit right, was right. missing? Because, right. I mean, I've been with my fiance seven years and I guarantee I have a dress in that closet that he would be like, I didn't even know that was missing. <laughs> So how could somebody who doesn't see her every day, she has no close people that live with her, how would you even determine which of her clothes were missing? Right. If you do your own laundry, you live alone, have no close relatives and no significant other, it's just the police's guess that her most used shoes are home, so she must not have shoes with her. You know, she, to me, that is possible. She was dressed in something she wouldn't typically be dressed in. And it was, you know, and that would make sense for me. I'm going with the accident theory. This week, I'm looking forward to reading this. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm going with the accident theory. She put a birthday card in the mail to my mom because my mom's birthday was Halloween. She always sent a card, sent a card. My mom got the card on November 2nd. That is almost heartbreaking, honestly, to be on the receiving end of that and to get a birthday card in the mail like the same day you find out this person is gone. It's oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a precious thing to have, though. To yeah, for sure, though. I also, I've had leaned heavily on an accident theory, um, but I have tried to just keep an open mind and say if it was doing Diana justice, and there's no new tips on an accident, and there's nothing to follow up on. In the meantime, to continue following up on the walk behind her house, um, you know. So I'm gonna put you on the spot here and throw something out. Yep. Uh, you had talked to me before about a certain car that you thought was involved, and you actually traced the car down, and mm -hmm. I believe you had pictures of like damage to the front of the vehicle as well. And uh, are you able to talk about that at all? Um, so I don't, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such a hard thing because you don't know what, how much to say. Um, you know, you got a gentleman who supposedly went to a party, got really high and under the influence of drugs, alcohol, all the things, and then started spewing kind of in an accidental way, maybe some of the mistakes he's made in life. Um, and one of those mistakes might have been the time that he had an accident in front of Diana's house. And, you know, this gentleman had a buddy with him and the buddy is doing the like elbow, like, no, shut up. That's not what happened, bro. And the person that told me this story kept, kept saying that it was kind of this back and forth dynamic you'd see like between brothers and the one that's high is kind of mumbling on it, disputing. And the other one is kind of being like, you need to shut this down. Like, no, that's not what happened. We hit a deer. We didn't, hmm. we hit oh. a deer, remember buddy? So now the other's saying, oh yeah, yeah. You know, but wouldn't it have been crazy if it wasn't a deer? And it, and it was that old lady and it would have been too bad because you know what happened to her because you had to put her in the car. Couldn't just leave her there. I met, I met the deer. You couldn't just leave that deer there. So it was a really interesting wow, weird chances that and led to the story coming to me. I didn't even get that information. It had been a couple years at least. Um, and it was, it was interesting, you know, hearing they're saying um, it went back and forth for quite a while. It was uncomfortable because I guess the place that this was happening was maybe possibly the place that they had brought that deer. And it may have been the reason that they had, you know, that conversation had sparked in this kid's head to even be talking about it was because they had parked the car in that same part of town as they disposed of that here so kind of a straightaway in front of our house but you can see this curves on both sides as well right so if someone's yeah. drunk or yeah, if they're that, not paying attention texting and driving yep and supposedly even in the story with the deer it was pouring rain which we know it was it was raining in those days mm -hmm. that she was reported missing um yeah, you could come around that corner wide without a problem at all especially mm -hmm. some if you're drunk in the rain. Yeah, there are quite a few parts of the story that that you wanted to hope would be unverifiable. That the person, that the source of this story that's coming to you, like you're going to write down 10, 15 points of what they're saying. And based on track record or history or what, you're going to hope what they're saying doesn't check out. They were all high at the party and none of that <laughs> checks out was what I was honestly hopeful of when hearing all of this. Um, but the more you dig into it, 
it all lines up exactly spot on down to um, the car they were driving, the time of day, the mail, and what time that gets delivered, um, the methadone clinic that they may have been visiting when the accident happened. So, so all the things that, in, that, the, that the story involved all check out. Um, and the story involved a relative's car, a Subaru that was abandoned. And we found the abandoned Subaru um, in the exact condition it would have been in if that story were true. Um, we've followed up with the police about it. You know, you're never going to get them to say whether or not it, it was helpful or not. Um, they did seem interested. I can say that they did go out and verify the bin and the information from the car to see if, you know, they could track it the same way we did. Is it the same car? Is it registered or was it registered to the people? That story all says, um, they're never going to tell me if that worked out for them or not, but I did kind of follow up on all of it. And really the story lies with they dumped the deer and Did I've been all over there. I have been all over that piece of property that she had said to go to. We have been dozens of times. We cannot find anything, hmm. anything that That's... looks out of place enough to, but it's been six years. You could have overgrowth in that time and and she could be in the wrong spot. You know, she did admit the, they were in a specific, like a party area, part of town, a pit, you know, type of an area. Um, and she did say, maybe he was, we weren't where it happened, but the vibe felt like, like, I don't really want people looking around out here, you know? <laughs> and yeah. she was really uncomfortable. She said, actually, she never received, a, she never rode with them to the clinic again after the day that the story and stuff happened. That it was so oh, she, she was claiming she was there? She was claiming that she was in the car with them um, and was was receiving a ride from the clinic with them. Um, and after going to the clinic was when she heard the story. Um, oh, and okay. she was saying the, the recollection of the story and the experience of the vibes of being like, no, it was a deer. That's not what happened. Like the whole thing, she said it, it really stuck with her enough that she stopped receiving the free ride from them to the local clinic to get their methadone prescriptions or whatever she oh. stopped riding with them she said it sketched her right out <laughs> like she was we're like gonna, to me we're gonna catch up on some uh, questions here if you have a second yeah um cheyenne jenkins says were her glasses at home no and then she sorry. said oh sorry because you'd go for a walk without your purse, but not your glasses. No glasses. Um, no glasses. Now that doesn't mean much, you know, could she have had a backup pair of glasses and her glasses were in the case in the bathroom. But again, the cops wouldn't know that because you don't have anybody that knows her well enough to say, you know what I mean? I think that yeah. that, plays a part in this when you live alone have no soul person that really is up to date with you 
that knows just your habits bad. and your mannerisms and, yeah. and routines yeah. and stuff it's like hilarious. that. Other than like routines outside, right? That like people will see like maybe what she did out there, but not in the home sort of routines. Um, well, and, what she's saying here, this this means something to me. Like the light on over the sink in the kitchen, commonly used as a nightlight, used for getting up in the middle of the night or for when you leave, knowing you'll be back when it's dark. Well. That, that to me is interesting because what if she turned that on because she needed a nightlight? Like something happened at night. That's why the neighbor yeah. who's reporting that the light is out of the ordinary, it might not have even been that the lights on at night was out of the ordinary, but that particular light, for whatever reason, he was saying to himself the first time he drove by, like, like she's up really late. Like, like yeah. it's late for her to have that light on. And then enough the door. Again, yeah, enough to notice it again the next day. You know, is that something you do if you got woken from a sleep and you had to walk through the house and you'd flip like something like that kitchen sink light on to see on your way through? You know, it there are a few different reasons she may have needed to turn it on. Right, right. It, it to me it's either uh she just happened to forget it being on but most most people are especially at her age creature of habit I, my assumption would be that it was either uh turned on uh in the morning before the sun came up or <clears throat> she had it on at night but didn't for whatever get a chance to shut it back off mm -hmm. um so oh, michael. michael says a potentially lonely woman no matter how smart can be taken advantage of by bad people online or anything like that which is absolutely mm -hmm. true humans are social creatures and the with her having a certain lifestyle, she could have been portrayed as a lonely woman. I would like to add that I'm speaking from a UK point of view and what we see with missing people. I have worked in the security sector, bouncer, and have seen these things happen. It's usually targeted or caused by persons with health, but between, oh, it's not all there. Uh, but between the two, there's, and it didn't look like it finished. Um, the chances that she could have met someone online or any type of a dating site or something and had even like a friend you wouldn't tell someone about or, or maybe not like a friend you wouldn't tell someone about, but what if you were dating online and you weren't really in a place to tell, you know, your brother, like, Hey, I've been online dating. Right. Or her cousin, Jerry, like Jerry, did you hear any rumors or did she? confide in you that she was dating someone or was online dating um but jerry did also say here i've heard what you're saying too people know what happened i'm assuming talking about the accident or the yeah. the deer story i had yeah. a friend call me and heard a story of a town meeting this person didn't know who they were talking to and just happened to know me um, yes yes i believe that many people in the town of Medford, Milo, LaGrange, Howland, I believe that a lot of people have heard the stories. A lot of them have maybe even firsthand knowledge of the story. Like I received a few months back, you know, I've had all these people tip off to me of what they heard at a party or from a friend or in passing. I very much believe that it's possible that a lot of people have firsthand heard what happened and they either do not want to be the one that comes forward or they think what they're hearing is so ridiculous that they don't report it or they're like me and they feel like they're hearing it hearsay. So what good could reporting this do? Yeah, but it's cooperation, right? If, if yep. 15 people are telling the same story that they heard. How 
this corroboration. I feel like when I call like the head detective Paul on this case and I say, hey, um, you know, I was at the Pat's Pizza the other day and a gentleman in line behind me told me this, you know. I don't even know that gentleman at Pat's Pizza's name. If that right. story was true, what good would it do the detective on this case? Like, it was a random dude. Well, that Pat's person Pizza. behind you, they paid with a credit card. So they go to Pat's yeah, Pizza, they just, get the credit card <laughs> info, they get the name. Yeah, the so it does do some good. In your head, you're kind of like, what should I call that in? Does that even seem relevant to tell someone? Do is it possible that that's even true? I mean, I heard from Billy Bob that somebody hit her with the car, but you can't trust Billy Bob worth shit. He was high all night when he said it. Like, that's a lot of what I'm getting too. The people involved in this might not have the cleanest histories. And for that reason, they do not feel like tips could be trusted from them. They're not. Yeah. You got the card in the mail. But, I mean, I, yes, I, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's like literally what I think happened, though. It yes. makes the most sense that something like, like literally that card was the last thing act that she did before. There was an accident. And I think that's a big part oh, of what is going around is it's always been considered right. an accident. They, it, every time it's been replayed, it was not necessarily purposeful, but it was an accident and then the wrong decisions were made. And I think because of the history with drugs or alcohol or maybe even the history in town, it's making people not want to send in tips. It's, it's the, like the reason this person gave me all the info they could think of was straight up, I literally don't think the cops will believe me. I don't think they will believe me. I believe they literally. They get, think the thing is, though, is if they get cool. enough of that, even this, like the same story, but they get it from 10 different sources, it should be at least enough for them to put some resources together to try to investigate it. Right. I, I mean, part of it is like she was saying it's the reward, is that she's worried that a drug history may make her seem untrustworthy in a situation where there's a large reward at hand. And I think the other part of it, as far as I've been told, is like the story is great and every part of it might be true, but without some type of actual physical evidence, the cops cannot do anything with that story. They cannot. Well, they, 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 can, they can still go ask questions. They can still ask questions to the person. Yeah. Like an anonymous tip, they can they can still investigate. They, not that they can necessarily get a search warrant for it, but they can go to a person and, and talk them talk to them about with it. With confidence, this person has been questioned. Um, so we got another question from Michael. We have a couple more comments to get through here. Uh, a huge issue is that the same in the UK, the twenty four hour report period. It should be based off people knowing people's routines and that raising the issue, but due to high funding, uh, police officers around the world aren't willing to investigate before the, uh, that period, which is wrong. A lot can happen in 24 hours. So the 24 hour report period is a misconception. Like that's what you always see on the TV shows and that's what they, 
the cops always try to say like give it 24 hours but if you demand them to take a report they'll take a report yes and i think in diana's Not case they took it seriously hours. really quickly due to her age so yeah. um you get something more like a silver alert and stuff here in our state um due to her mm -hmm. age and then um you know mental capacity or her health at her age she was considered like an increased risk at being missing like that and i believe also the suspicious Right. There's a there's a lot. Like, yeah, exactly. He saw the light the night before and the light, light was still on. All the stuff was in the house and she was just gone like that. That looks awfully weird. And mm -hmm. Travis is being called out here. That's you? Leaving. My wife gives me a hard time about this. It's my wife. Travis always turns on. The <laughs> if the light over the stove was on and you were missing, she would know it was you who answered the door. <laughs> like, I know who turned that light on. <laughs> And what does your mom think? Yeah. But yeah, Jerry, what does your mom uh, mom think? Uh, actually, Jerry, I think responded to something from earlier. Uh, no, I don't believe that she would online date. Uh, not her nature. I couldn't. Uh, amazing that she was on her own the whole life. Yeah. Why she would decide? I mean, and that well, that's the thing too is maybe, and this just my my opinion on it that maybe people didn't know for a reason maybe it was something that she was trying out because maybe you know she, she's getting well, a bit older and wants to spend maybe this to, is something she could answer there's been a lot of discussion is there a possibility that diana could have been gay could she have not had a love interest had a husband started a family or even had someone in her life that she met and was like you know, just because she was never married doesn't make you not have like a life partner. So there's not even somebody that people are referring to to say this is what her one true love was. Or they never married, but this is her one that got away. Or situations like that. We, we hear so little about her love life that it has brought me that question. Is there the possibility that due to upbringing or religion or just principle and nature that she didn't come out as gay? Is there something we might not know? Mm -hmm. yep. And Jerry also says here, uh, I just wish we could find her remains and put her to rest. She didn't deserve this. She was the kindest soul. Well, I'm really sorry for you, Jerry. Is a lot of people have asked me what I am doing this for and what I'm hoping to get out of it. And I say consistently, she deserves to be put to rest. At the end of the day, yeah, that's, that's, yes. yeah. So it's yes. most important. Some closure for the family and the people that, that cared about her. Yep. And, and yes, that, that even if foul play occurred. So for anyone listening that say maybe has tips and they aren't sure about bringing them forward at this point, proving foul play is not the utmost importance. Diana, mm -hmm. having closure and rest is what's important. Having identified her remains and being able to put her to rest, that is what's important. So if there are tips and stuff out there and people are concerned that they don't want to come forward for whatever reason, I just think it's worth noting that like the goal here is not to let so-and-so with the dog go to jail or let his whole family, since he passed, find out something bad happened. We it would be amazing to be able to bring closure to the older relatives who are passing away, not knowing what happened to this woman. Um, mm -hmm. And also just, I feel like Diana had like a certain spark in life that 
has made me feel like there, where did the rest go? Like there, it's, something's not closed here. And I think she deserves for that, even if justice can't be served and mm-hmm. all that jazz. Like you give me, we can't do something about it. I think Jerry's saying that she believes that something happened at that mailbox as well. A lot of people, I, I, I think it's a very common theme around town. I've been very vocal in being like, send me messages, send me emails, send tips. If you want it to be anonymous, go for it. Um, but I think it's very aware. It's, there are a lot of people who have heard about the accident. And Kimberly says here, yeah, she makes some coffee, has a light on in the kitchen, goes out to the mailbox and send the cards, and she's hit by a neighbor. I personally question the neighbor uh, in a town like Medford where the neighbors are miles apart. Hardly ever traffic is plausible. She was hit by a car and then disposed of. Yes. And it would be a major reason why within miles, like a very large area searched by hundreds of search crews that nothing was found that initial week or two, the first, like it was two full weeks that they were in Medford. And if she had just gone for a walk and wasn't like disposed of, she would have been found in those searches. And I think that is why they say suspicious circumstances. Um, and, and I will clarify because this had come up last time. Um, the case being moved from like one part of the department in missing persons to another. And there were, was confusion about whether or not it was moved and considered a cold case and whether or not it is a cold case. And we have been told it is not. Um, and the reason for that is, is the cold case determination lies in being a crime. And as of right now, it is a suspicious circumstances and there is no crime at play, which means Diana's case cannot be a cold case in that same instance. It could be cold as a missing persons case, but it is not in like the unsolved homicides as a cold case, because as of right now, there is no homicide here. Um, she's just missing under weird circumstances. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael says, I feel that the, I feel that comment, the whole situation is heartbreaking. What? I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Uh, is heartbreaking. A success, successful woman, who had had a successful career and wanted to enjoy retirement disappearing like this is so sad. Uh, this life has, uh, life has dissected the issue. Maybe we could have a moment of silence out of respect for the lady, if possible on the live. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's, let's take a second, take a moment of silence for uh, Diane Esty. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, good suggestion there. I felt like my moment of silence was tonight when I was about to go on the podcast and the power went out. We just barely got you in. And I was like, yeah. that was Diana. <laughs> um, Jerry said, my mom just didn't know she passed away being brokenhearted about it, honestly. Okay. Um, um, and Jordan Norton says, my first time viewing the show. Very interesting. Well, I hope you're enjoying it, Jordan. Thank you for being I, I here. I work with Jordan, so thanks for tuning in. Oh. Um, Tammy uh, 
Rivia Riva says, was anything off about the vehicle? Will there be any searches again of the property soon? Um, uh, actually, I have interest in going back to search. I guess the reason I haven't is where are you going? <laughs> it's just like it's just this massive um like you've told me about a few different places you've been um and yeah, in fact said all over i've gotten to a point where i'm like miles and miles and miles that we have and anywhere that anyone has tips that have sent me that they've sent me i've gone to all of them um but at this point without more information to lead us to a specific space so for example diana has a friend who had reached out to me from her childhood and kind of detailed a few different spots on Diana's property that they would go as kids. Um, and that would be part of like old homesteads and how to find them. Um, and she had made up, made some comments. Is there any possibility that she had gone like off the beaten path and was out on her own property, kind of looking for something like that with the, um, the old fort, you know, what would, I just think there is the possibility that she's out there, but we would need so much more information to go on or more resources because I've been doing this and no, no one's ever met me. I mean, I've never had anyone from the state police or anyone official offer to help offer any type of resources or anything like that. Um, and I think in order to kind of continue either behind her house or in the area, I would need more information and help. Because um, there's only so much I can do with one metal detector before I start getting sketched out in the woods. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, what about, like, do you have access to the to her property? Like, would anyone give you a hard time <laughs> if you went up there to her property? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we wanted to organize something to, to have something done, it, it could be done. Um, the last time we went last year, the issue was just that it became really wet. And if you look at those old homestead maps that I've sent, they there's water there. It makes sense that it was wet. Um, and I was very pregnant, so we didn't have a chance to return to see if the water had dried up to kind of continue on that path we were on. Well Maybe remind us in the spring or, or, you know, as it starts drying out, maybe in May or something, um, to set something up and we can, I mean, we've got 10,000 followers on here, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'd like people to, want to join us. Try, try and plan ahead to be like, you know, these are the areas we'd like to search. And, and it's hard without a lot of feet and hands, too, because the big risk out there is there are old wells. There are old wells that could be completely covered up. And if you were alone or in a small group, like someone could fall and get hurt. Um, and it's better to do it with a with a bigger group with the resources to kind of keep eyes on everyone and then also not miss something. Because like the comments coming right now um, with being on the ground, if she had died naturally, you're talking almost seven years ago. So between elements of nature and such clothing yeah clothing. You, you'd still potentially see clothing yes, and, and that, that's eyes on the ground you know everybody would need to have their eyes peeled and be with with fall coming with fall passing sorry winter coming um like just as spring starts coming in it, can they 
they can do aerial surveillance without a warrant, right? Like you don't need a warrant to surveil over top of someone's property, right? No, the air airspace isn't restricted right. unless you're an airport or a base, so. Right. Um, so I don't know if if they did any of that sort of thing I on mean, any of the neighbors' properties. Warrant to go take my drone uh, over my neighbor's property. Say, I know. I know a couple guys that have a drone, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> we could go up there someday. I don't know the rules, but I would assume I can bring my drone. You know, and I think you'd have to have a very good idea about where you're going. Um. I think another part of that, you know, is if it's not in some sort of easy to find place, you got two two theories. You're either going to put a body in your car and drive a really long way because you don't want to get caught, or you're going to put a body in your car and you're not going to go very far. I mean, you're not going to be driving all over town. And so you're either really close or, or not. I just feel like that's... Um. So, yeah, Jerry, thank you for doing this. I'm assuming she's talking to you. Uh, this is my first time. I appreciate this very much. Yeah. Thank you, Jerry. Um, well, and Michael I... also said, thank you for agreeing to the moment of silence. It means a lot. I have a mom of similar age, and this is making me uh, think about stuff. Yeah, it, and it, it should. It's it, it should. My grandmother and I are very, very close, and we always have been, and... I'm, I just cannot even imagine um, someone calling me and saying, hey, uh, your grandmother's not home and we can't find her. And then us deciding, you know, well, if she went for a walk, she'd be right down the street. And then this going on for six years, I would never be able to stop talking about it, stop looking, stop spreading about it. I just would never, ever be able to let it go. And I feel like that's not fair to Diana that she doesn't have that just because she didn't get married and have kids or something. Um, and I, I just love a good mystery. So where it fell so close to home with being a distant relative, I was like, well, how are you going to just stop talking about it? So Michael here. says, do you guys ever accept people on the live chat, discuss and debate with you guys? If so, I would love to, as I find this very interesting. But we have a, a phone number so you can actually call in and, and your voice to be online. Um, I don't know, Jeff, we could, we can, up to 10 people in this maybe that's something we should do in the future is put the link to the uh, yeah know. potentially <laughs> maybe not so much the uh the uh the debate side of things uh as long as they're not arguing so much with each other it's it's more for people to, to call in if they have questions directly or if they they have a comment then absolutely um can you put a big billboard up on the property so in maine i know you can't put billboards along roads but it's her private property so i think she should be able to they actually had, if you Google or like in the news articles, every once in a while you'll see a picture and it looks somewhat like a billboard. It was a, um, like a six foot by 12 foot poster like thing they put in the park, which would be on Google Maps, almost directly next to Diana's oh, house. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, they, there's kind of a again. bridge there and it goes straight into the bridge to the Memorial Park next door. Yeah, where that, that horseshoe um, is. On the river there, that's where that park is, correct? Yes, um, right there next to the water. Yep. Right there, yeah. And so in that parking lot, um, they did for quite a long time have a large image of Diana and such. Um, it's been taken Excellent. down. I, I think it stayed up for a few years until it was eventually taken down. You may be able to see it on that 
nope, it's gone because this is new. But it would have been all the way to the left there, kind of where those rocks and landscaping are on the corner of the park there. It was right about there. Hmm. And it was a, a sign erected <laughs> that's, that had a giant picture of her on it. I kind of did cause a stink about it when I said, why are we not... Um, at hunting season, noti notifying people about this and keeping stuff aware for people. It just bothers me. Um, and they said they had taken the sign down. I think it had just been up too long and became weather-worn because <coughs> they made and produced it. They didn't think it would sit there for seven years. So it didn't last. The sign is, is no longer. I, I've done some thinking about the putting up of flyers or to not put up flyers. Um, and I wish it would be more clear about how much effort to put in if you knew what the police were and were not thinking, you know, if foul play was suspected or not. Um, uh, just this a actually, sergeant. Oh, yeah, oh, it's actually ahead. one of my buddies from high school, my, one of my best friends. <laughs> uh, the police well, checked their finances and they learned some of money. Okay, cool, cool, cool. They large sums of money was taken out prior uh, to her disappearance or after her disappearance. Um, um, I, I think we covered that, that up. I don't really, so no, and there was money being spent. It was a pretty good chunk of money being spent just on the home renovations and things like that. And if someone was asking for large sums of money and received it, the police know about it. Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, it's been seven years now, right? So Yeah, and I like they, made a large stink about the finances. I made sure that the investigator knew that I saw the probate records. I saw the will. I saw what it said. And I just wanted to make sure everyone knew there was money and only one person got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Judkins says, I'm in, let's do it. I, I'm guessing it's about the search. Yeah, to, to let, we should try and do something in the spring or determine. I know last year I kind of poked at the state police. Should we be doing searches? They didn't offer to come and help in any capacity, but said we could call if we found something. Michael, I'm not sure if the WhatsApp would work, but certainly try it and we'll find out yeah, in the next the, 30 the... seconds, hopefully. Yeah, the the line is is open right now. Um, it's it's been going this whole time. If anyone does call, um, maybe nobody wants to talk to us. And yeah, <laughs> maybe. I mean, uh, as far as like tips and messages go, I, we've we've gotten a lot about the guy with the dog, um, a lot about the accidents. Um, I was just kind of trying to read through some of my notes to see. Um, like this one in particular, they're discussing how a couple of older neighbors were really torn up about this and spent quite a long time um, discussing about the dog. And the guy <laughs> with the dog says he, quote, pulled right into the driveway and hit her dog and possibly even tried to use his vehicle to hit her over some issue that they had. Not sure of the guy's last name, but I believe it was and he says, and um, what he was specifically wondering if anybody had checked the fire pit in Diana's backyard. That there I believe was... that I had heard that before. That yes. 
Other people have asked us about a fire pit that was supposedly going on in Diana's backyard. And as far as I know, police told another person that asked them directly about this. They said that it was all tested and checked and clear. Tammy asked, was there keys and wallet there? And I believe we've already said yes to those. Yeah, yeah key, keys, wallet, cell phone. Like pretty much it's it's sort of like she just walked out the door for whatever reason and, and left everything behind. And as regards to the... The water, there's a stream right next to her house that leads down to um, a pretty good-sized river. Um, and actually the bridge on the trestle across the street from her house... Um, if you yeah, so go the, back to Diana's, almost directly across the street is the trestle road. Yep. And if you follow that, it goes over a large river, follows it there. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's that bridge is, that bridge is, it's, 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 it used to be a railroad. So it's old railroad bed and it is terrifyingly high over the water. How far away, Jeff, is that from her house? Uh, I think it's 1.2 miles. So that's something that she could have potentially gone for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and, yeah, of course, like... Straight, straight line, 1.3. So yeah. maybe a little bit, a mile and a half on the road. mile and a half, maybe, on the road. Yeah, it's, it's not an overly long walk, and... It is terrifyingly high over the water. I mean, I can't think of anywhere else that I've been in the state that is that high over the water. Well, and it is just a standard guardrail, like you'd see on the side of any other bridge, no. knee-high guardrails. It's actually kind of sketchy. Um, but it's old railroad bed, and I've always thought, you know, that would be the perfect place to throw anything. Um, and I don't know what the depths of the river are there to say, and I don't even know. I know that, um, a relative did private pay and hire some divers to check the stream that leads out to there from Diana's house. I was going to ask you, so that stream there, does that empty into the bigger river or does the bigger river cut off into that stream? Um, it empties into that bigger river. And I believe that is, is it the Penobscot? Or the Yep, I believe it meets up with the the Piscataquis meets Penobscot at some point, which would eventually uh, take the ocean. Terry said, "Great idea to have volunteers do a search. Where did the game warden stand on her missing?" So something I don't think we did this when he did this. The other search that we had put together, Jeff. Did yeah. We have him sign a waiver. I think we should do a waiver. Uh, we should have, but we did not. I don't think we did. We we did try to try to keep it as safe as we could though. We made sure everyone traveled in groups and we all had contact numbers uh, and we had people like check in once they finished with a zone. Yeah. Um, so, but yes, waivers are uh, probably something that <laughs> we should do if we do it again. Michael yeah. said no arcing. Wasn't suggesting that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Did she have a cell phone or cell activity? Her cell phone, I believe, was left at the house. Nothing. It, that leads anyone to saying this is what happened. I think that's kind of where it all comes down to being people in the community might have seen something or know something or heard something that's really going to be necessary to closing this. Um, I think a lot of people that might know information are kind of concerned about what good is it, but I think it's important for people to realize like it's not any of our jobs to solve it. Um, and 
it's not our job to determine if information is like too big or too small. Um, so if you saw something, heard something, and you're not sure if it was reported, feel free to report it yourself. Um, cause I think that's part of it too. Certain you're going to rely on, Oh, well, no, they told me they, they told the cops about that. Um, but like for instance, the bus driver, she said to, she said she was going to call and report it again because she knew she'd reported it, but couldn't be certain that they took it seriously. And at the beginning of that search, it was a lot of chaos. It was hundreds of people and all the things. And there is a possibility that stuff could have been slipping through cracks that if you saw something and reported it to somebody and it wasn't the right guy, that the right guy never heard that. Right. Timmy says, while the billboard's gone now, it should be up until yeah. found, need to put new one up. That's sad. Are yeah. you able to reach out to the town and ask them if we could put another billboard up? I mean, um, I think state police funded it and I'm pretty sure a new billboard could be put up if we could figure out a way to have it made and paid for, but it's the maintenance on that billboard. So it was like, they put it up, but they're not going to pay to maintain it or anything. So could probably get one put up and if, if they wouldn't, I'm pretty sure you could make them. Uh, <laughs> little beneficiary you've been talked to. Um, the beneficiary, yes. yes. Constant communication with the police. No reason to think there would be any motive with the money. And I guess that's really just that they were the beneficiary anyway. Um, Diana's age is already up there. And um, I, I don't know. Such a, it's, it is. It's super sad, too, because... It could have been an accident and there's nothing to even say the accident involved other people. The assumption obviously is, but, um, she could have had an accident alone. And I think that's even, even worse really is that she could have been waiting for, for help to arrive or something and, and nobody found her. Um, mm -hmm. Her two cars, purse, wallet, keys, cell phone were all there. Her eyeglasses were not. House door was locked. Kitchen sink light was on. Coffee was made, and a yearly card was mailed. It's just like that's really the the bullet points there, Kimberly. Yeah, it's it's like she just like her and whatever she was wearing at the moment, gone. Like that was that was it. And again, like we talked about, it's like if you don't have a daily person, ah. Uh... Yeah. Who would know what you were wearing? And right. it's easy to say, like, the most common items that we've seen her in that we know about are here. But, like, discussed, you know, if she went on a date, could she have been wearing something that we don't see? I can't call on the WhatsApp. WhatsApp, what a shame, would have loved to have talked. Yeah, <laughs> No, it's, um, I just really honestly am hopeful that the tips kind of can continue to come in if it's important. Um, I'd love to see new updates be happening, actual updates, you know, state police during hunting season, reminding hunters in that area to be on the lookout for things. Um, of course, if they're not doing that because they think they have a suspect in mind or whatever the... You just would think they'd say something a little bit like that. Like, hey, yeah. Yeah. suspicious circumstances, but no harm, like no threat to the public. I don't know. It just seems like they could say something that would make it sound more like they 
know something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Something. Uh, yeah. Um, and Tammy Tammy's, says, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I, <laughs> I asked about that water because if foul play happened, they need to check that river uh, stream and it should be checked maybe. Um, I don't know if that was that part of the searching at all, checking the, the water, like the river um, or anything. The water was checked and it was actually checked again like afterwards. So, I, so Paul, her brother, did pay and have divers come yeah. privately. Oh. And the the divers, I believe, were there to check the stream that runs next to her house all the way to the river. Um, and nothing was found. I, as far as I know, there is physically literally no indication of her leaving or going on a walk or anything. Um, it, it's The appearance seems that either she was met with foul play, like right there, maybe in the driveway, if you had answered the door, or come outside to speak with somebody or more likely down by the road. Uh, Michael, that's something we're going to have to talk about, but we are doing another live next Wednesday. If you want to join us and maybe I could send you the link uh, prior um, and maybe you could join in the conversation there. Um, and I don't know, is there like a yearly oh, That's meeting? a good question. What is it? Was her house coat there? Women that age typically use one. Hey, I'm in my 30s, and since I was in my 20s, I wear a house you've coat. Always, okay? You've it's, always it's, worn it's, your little robe. It's, it's pink, right? right? Pink and fluffy. It's, it's not just women of that age, okay? I'm defending house coats, all right? It's funny because I believe the house coat was actually what was laid out on the bed. Like, if you okay. had more stuff laid out, like you were either just changed or were going to change. Um, yep. The same way you might even have like your slacks and stuff laid out before you changed from the house coat. I believe the house coat is what they were claiming was kind of already laid out, which again adds to the confusion. Had she drank the coffee or was she about to drink the coffee? Like, did she just take the house coat off or was she just about to put it on? Right, right. Yep. Hmm. I think, I think it could be helpful. Like, Things that we obviously can't figure out, but, you know, um, like the cell phone records, email records, stuff like that to determine when was she last active? When was she last making phone calls or when was she last using the computer um, to know, you know, when when did this happen here? Um, and then, of course, I think it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You're trying to shame me now? This is the. House coat in question, I think. Oh. So it's not pink; it's actually blue. I've I've got a different one now. It's actually on the back of my chair, and it's still blue, but it's a better quality now. <laughs> Get out of here with that! My gosh. So yeah, um, but I am still picking at it. I've had to just lay off the, I don't know, the depths of which I was going because I was like weekends every weekend following up on anything anyone had said and trying to really like quickly follow up on tips instead of taking my time um and just since things have been really a lot more slow now that you've checked off a lot of what people have said um just trying to keep kind of putting it out there keeping it in people's heads that yeah. she's still missing there are people who hear this and they say she's still missing right I don't think well, yeah i mean you you've put in a a lot of work uh maintaining this and trying to get answers so like and I guess Good for you. you. That's all I can say. I don't know what else to say, but it's it's impressive. Like 
like nobody knows like to me that was so weird and you're like what do you mean no one knows what happened to her and she's never been found and nobody's out looking no one why michael says good idea about the coat to be honest i was questioning the whole glasses situation i don't think they're her second pair who keeps second glasses next to daily usage would have been in a draw somewhere i reckon i reckon i thought you're from uk that sounds like someone from <laughs> texas uh this who situation sounds sinister and i'm willing to bet that there were others involved i i agree um the tips also involve more than one person you know they all kind of in, none of them seem to say it was just one guy um he had help and would have needed help probably so all right so all right <laughs> <laughs> uh michael we we're trying to do this every wednesday at the same time i don't know what time it is uh, where you are but 7 p.m eastern eastern Standard time. yeah so roughly every wednesday two hours before now so we're about uh hour and 50 minutes i can't believe how we've been long this one's gone yeah yeah this i is, can talk this about diana all day <laughs> <laughs> we've done a lot of research into it well, i can see how see why Sad if when this is all over, I mean, I'm be so overjoyed to be able to just give her some closure and stuff. But it will be very sad for me. This this is as a mom, you need a good hobby. I have I have very much enjoyed my time <laughs> researching. It's, very, it's a very constructive, like yeah, I good, I have good useful hobby for sure. Yeah, I love to the, to read registry of deeds and all of that. I just love a good reading. So, um, no, I will be a little bit disappointed when there's not so much to do with it anymore. But it would be amazing to actually know that, you know, even if it's just to keep it going, because I'm the youngest in this in this group of people in the family that are even discussing it anymore. Um, you know, my fiance, he's older than me. And his parents are obviously, they're younger than Diana, but they're getting up there to a point of, I am definitely the youngest that's continuing to be like, we're not letting this go. This is weird. Someone should still be discussing it. They should still be looking for her. And it needs to be kept enough that like, you know, 15 years from now when somebody finds something, they just don't like, oh, I didn't even know there was someone missing out here. So, so Tammy says, wonder if the neighbor about the dog situation, the back trail would that connect anyway. Um, You'd have to cross another road, right? Yeah, well... Yeah, there's cause... two... There's, there's a road here and here because it was down, right. down this, this way. way. Yeah, um, it wouldn't really, I don't think, connect in a way that would make it make sense. I mean, it's potentially... Like, she could have walked down the road, right, and then had something happen well, as and, well. And, and she would have to... Well, I'm not sure if it's this this side of the road or this side but down this way it's you know a main or a road or a normal road mm -hmm. like that's a town office and stuff right and yeah so the uh, trestle road is dirt but it's pretty it's pretty heavily traveled it's the shortest distance for most people right there to cut across and end up on the other side of town okay um, oh so the town office is on a dirt road yeah that's like a dirt road okay. and it might actually be tar for that first hundred feet or so, but it doesn't look like it there. It is. Yeah, it look does look like it's still dirt. Yeah, here. It, it's really about guy, I don't think. in town. 
I mean, there is no gas station. There is no store. You're not stopping there. Yeah, th- th- this picture was taken this year, yeah. and yeah. it's still so dirt now. This is just a couple hundred yards up there on that right-hand side. Um, yeah. And that's it. I mean, there's no, there's no gas station. There's no store to go buy booze or cigarettes. There's, there's a m- memorial and uh, a town office. Yes. And Joseph says. Joseph says so. She was following her routine, even mailing the yearly letter. So it's unlikely she just wandered off. But even if it was a medical issue, for example, and not foul play, the police should still be taking the search for her series. Maine has a lot of wealth in an older population. Actually, everyone, no matter of their age, should not have to worry that their disappearance isn't going to be taken seriously. Absolutely. Yep. That's that's sort of the point of, of us doing all of this in the first place is yeah. a lot of it just doesn't seem to, to get out to the public like it should. I think a big part of it is just that since she doesn't have the really large, like close family circle to be able to be on the news constantly and making this keep like in the forefront of people's minds, it's allowed it to kind of slip. Um and that's not uncommon. There are other people that have gone missing in the state that don't have that kind of family support system that don't get the same type of traction and publicity. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time we've seen that, but I do think that's part of it is it's really, really hard to keep the consistent momentum going. Well, especially when there's like the flash of something new happening all the time that like keeps people coming back to be interested. We know the same things now that we knew six years ago. Very interesting. <laughs> by the way, for the record, I'm not from Texas. In the UK, we say reckon and talk like that. I'm. Well, Michael, we I'm say sure. wicked. It is wicked. wicked. And Michael, if, if you had like a quick question or something, we could do that next next week. I could give you my cell number and put you on speakerphone next to the microphone. That might work. Well, I mean, it would still be the same problem because this is still uh, a normal. Or you mean WhatsApp? Like you? Oh, I see. Like you give him your WhatsApp number or number through WhatsApp. I don't have a WhatsApp that way. Is that how you have to do it? I don't have WhatsApp. If she put the mail in the mailbox and then something happens, sorry, it wouldn't be obvious enough that they didn't take the mail that day. Right, and that's the other thing too. Right, is they 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 would have picked it up. They would they would have. I think that they. Don't they track that? Like when packages are, are going from one they place do. to another, they'll they'll still track that, so they'll know what day it was picked up. Maybe maybe not there. Like well, I guess if it was if she, I, well, I guess that's a problem too, right? Because if uh, if she didn't put it out until later in the day on Saturday and they didn't pick it up, so that doesn't still really, you know, if she right because it on Sunday. Well, right. you have a time frame though, right? Like if they came through on Saturday at twelve fifteen p.m. And then they yeah. came back on Monday at twelve fifteen. So you know something happened between those two times. Like yeah. she put in after well, they came except, through. Except just because they came and they didn't get the letter until Monday, that doesn't mean she wasn't alive in the house watching them check the, get the mail. Right, right. Um, and like watching them go drive away from the mailbox. Like, yep, I put that out this weekend. Good for them picking it up. Not that I don't want to necessarily do this all night, but I do have to get yeah. to bed soon. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we are we are we are getting to, get to, to our to our mark. Yeah, we'll finish up with these these comments and uh, and then we'll we'll probably be on our way. I'll, um, I'll probably make this a two part episode for the uh, 
um, recording, you know, on the podcast. Oh, for like YouTube so, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first one we had, uh, I had a couple friends go missing in Canada, uh, and it's sad to, <clears throat> it's sad how it's not on the news much, but on Facebook and in, uh, British Columbia, there's a map of unidentifiable people, 200 or 300 people and nothing done. Where's the DNA database? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. We've covered um, a few cases from Canada. Yeah. Yeah. We have, um, what time will the mail be delivered and picked up in Medford? Just trying to figure out if she put uh, the yearly letter in the morning or afternoon. Uh, I wouldn't I've know that. Told, I've been told that she used to get her mail like stupid early in the morning because she was like one of the closest people to the post office. So she would get it like that first, like one of the first people. So she could often check her mail like really early, especially the newspaper. Um yeah. I can't say for sure that that's true. You know, you've got the lady from the bus who used to say she went by early, early in the morning and would see her getting the newspaper out there. Um, But the mail, and she was still in her right mind enough to mail that card. Yeah. She was in the right mind to like retire, move home, organize home renovations, appointments. Uh, She definitely didn't seem to be not in a mental state to you know make certain decisions even her brother had mentioned about the eye being a reason maybe she wasn't walking and made it sound like she was in the right mind to know maybe don't go for a walk while your eyes right. really is it it's her left eye that she has trouble with i think it's the right eye oh the right eye but I can't say for sure. I just wonder if you could pinpoint like a direction she might have left the house, but I guess she would have had to come back. So, yeah. And I, of course it's like, I do believe after going out there, it makes after being there, my opinion changed to why would you have been walking on these roads with 45 mile per hour plus traffic with no sidewalks when you have perfectly groomed walking trails in your backyard. Right. Tony says, also, British Columbia has Highway of Tears, and I believe that's an active serial killer, or at the time, serial killer working up there. Uh, makes me wonder, in the road long stretch, it has to be local for missing or murdered. On that stretch, my high school friends were found outside city deceased, unsolved homicide. It's had so many unsolved homicides. Yeah. Um, and there's a map of unidentifiable, if anyone wants to check it. and uh, It will show on the map, it marks it uh it makes female or unknown wonder if any other elder seniors went missing around there um so um and i i did just see that I just, pop up if the tv was on yes i think that was a part of the big thing that made that, people that's right things was that tv was left on um, the, the door being unlocked, a lot of things about the house were left in a way that made people think she didn't go willingly on some walk. She either went just out to the driveway to greet someone or like down to a mailbox, maybe, but that it didn't seem like she had left the house in a state that she was leaving for any amount of time. Christy, if people have more questions or want to get a hold of you, um, you're still, you still have the Diana SD missing page, yeah, correct? I wonder, will this like post to the feed like if i tagged that page in a comment or something could we link to that what is what is the name of the page because i can show it on here as well i believe it's diana missing in maine so 
So I looked up Diana Esty and try to find a page, but because I don't even well, there, know if I have Esty on it. But I can there, see there's it. it's it's Diana missing in Maine. It is a it is a private group. Is that the one? It might be yes, yes. and it should just be this similar. Yeah, yes. and so I'll I will paste the the link to the to the group there, and this will be in both the the chats for uh, YouTube and Facebook. Um, yep. And we'll we'll put a link to that when we make the video as well, so we'll have that okay. in the description. Um, and this but yeah, is what that, the page that's it. Looks like there. Is it a private group? Should I make it public? I would. Yeah, would? it's a private group now, um, but you can make it public that way you have more people join in i mean especially where we don't have any answers yeah as many people as possible get just some tips uh, you might find someone that's involved who will join in and just to see what's going on and see what people are saying yep i think i'm gonna try and do that i just have to figure out how i'm not super savvy with the facebook groups and stuff um <laughs> <laughs> but yes um I really appreciate even just being able to kind of spread the notice. I think that she would appreciate it and, you know, do all we can do. Well, thank you. <clears throat> thank you very much for joining us and, and yeah. being so well-informed about all of this. There is not many but questions I, that we didn't, we really didn't have some sort of answer for. Could spill yeah. and fill everyone's ears about <laughs> Diana forever. <laughs> Everyone loves that. My, my, my circle is tired of hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now there's a whole, whole bigger circle that can listen now. So let's yeah. just get the, through the last couple of these that we have on here, and then then we'll we'll head out. Um, yeah. Tammy saying thanks for going live. Uh, Thank I you, got Tammy. to be in the chat. Hope and pray that she's found soon and answers. <clears throat> I also shared on a couple missing pages. Awesome. Thank you very awesome. much, uh, Michael. Good night, uh, Kimberly. And who knows? Oh, that's for Kimberly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see you next time as well. Uh, Joseph, th uh, thank you all for keeping people informed and keeping the momentum from stopping. Thanks for the shout out, Jeff. I know it's been a while, but I'm glad you're still at it. Happy Thanksgiving and uh, message me after the holidays. It's been a while since I got the chance to catch up. All right. Thanks, man. I love you, dude. Uh, uh, he does need a new house coat. So if you could. Just, <laughs> fuck you um good idea uh and then the last one uh michael congrats fun uh we can see that's cool having michael here. across uk yeah um he said it was it was 2 a.m right now where he is yeah so. yeah so yeah we're, we're i would i would like to have my dinner so i'm uh, i'm keen to to, yeah. to be done with this as well but okay, it boy. was definitely a good time thank you very much for joining us yeah, thank you christy <laughs> much we i'd love to to see progress made here so thanks for having me absolutely uh diana sd 71 in medford last seen or we believe she disappeared of everything in 2016 five foot two gray hair green eyes if you have any tips or information please call the Piscasqua. i think i just slaughtered that Piscasqua's <laughs> county sheriff's yep. office at 207-564-3304 all right thank you everyone right. for joining us and yeah. everyone have a happy thanksgiving Thank you. Happy holiday, right. guys. All yes, right, guys. take care, everyone. Thank you yeah. all. Bye. All right, good night.